guys, it's Raquel from Redeemed Delight, and I'm here with Danny, Deborah, and Sam. And today we will be talking about survival through hope. So basically, um, we are basically kind of like talking about hope. And I just thought that you know, hope was just like, oh, like I'm I'm gonna like wait for something, or like I'm like hopeful, or I I didn't even know what the word I meant like actually. Um, but basically, I found out that it has like various different meanings and that the word itself is very extensive and that it has many things that like it can like provide i guess so like the first point is that like hope uh means uh shelter it means trust and that shelter and trust is god so basically it just proves the point that our hope is god because he is our shelter he isn't the one in who we trust then the second one is that it's an attachment to what we hope for so um we are hoping for god we are hoping also like the bible says we are hoping for the day where jesus comes or the day that we go with him um in the rapture so we stay attached to that so that we can be ready and vigilant for the day that that will be and then the other one is that hope is security and that hope is confident and bold and um yeah basically all those fit into what god is our hope Right, and also in, in Romans 5.3 it says, uh, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Listen, in our sufferings, there's something beautiful about our, uh, beautiful about our sufferings. It says, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, we just talked about that last one, but about soft, about soft generation. Endurance produces character. We need to have a type of character, and character produces hope. And Danny, but hope what? Hope what? Five. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. What do we hope for? What is it that we hope for? We hope for God's second coming. That is our hope. That is our. That is what we're doing everything for. And honestly, uh, I love the the what was what was what was the podcast called? Called you said what was the podcast called? Survival. Survival hope. It's so crazy because. Survival through hope is such a beautiful it's, it's such a beautiful uh, uh, title because in reality we're trying to survive the world and our only hope is about a story that a man came as as God came down and died for us and that is our hope to hope that he will soon come back and and not only just come back and 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 you know you know do as he pleases but come back and take his bride and honestly that is my honestly that is my hope and that is what i want to do for the next i don't know how many years god's going to take i hope he comes soon and i hope i hope i'm ready but honestly i i i, I what i want to do is i want to hope and that is this hope that i was telling you guys in and in, in romans uh i even lost the verse but in romans 5 3 i was going to tell you guys that this this beautiful hope but before we reach hope, we have to reach character. And before we have to reach uh, character, we must reach endurance. And you might say, Danny, but endurance is what? In sufferings. And I'm not saying that you guys should be in pain all the time and your knee hurts and your arm hurts. I'm not saying that. But there needs to be a type of diet. And 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 when I say diet, I mean, if you guys understand what diet means, is for example, me. I'm a big guy. Um, if I want to lose weight, I have to stop eating so much. Right? Or so, or or so, such fattening food, right? I need to get on a diet, and that's what our spirit needs. It needs a diet. It needs something that says no. I need to renounce of my flesh. I need to renounce my flesh feelings. My flesh. Uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, re, uh, "Deny your flesh." 
And that's what we have to do. We have to deny our flesh, our fleshy. I call it fleshy, but our our flesh, <laughs> our flesh. So when God comes and puts and has the dress and has the fitting that we must fit, we fit, we fit through it. And I always, I always tell, I always tell people, and they always tell me like, like, oh, Danny, but you know, like, what is this huge hope? Like, what God's gonna come? He's gonna come for His bride, and we're gonna live forever. John three sixteen says that, right? We just read it a a a, a, a podcast ago, and and. And we understand that he whoever believes in Christ shall not perish, but I like the next one, but have eternal life. And that is the promise. That is the hope that we hold on to. If you come to church every Friday, every Sunday, and you try to, you know, I, most of us don't listen to secular music anymore. Um, but if you don't listen to secular music, you don't you don't follow your passions. You don't have you don't fornicate. You don't say bad words. You try to keep your eyes clean. You try to keep your ears clean, your hands clean. Everything. We're doing this for only one reason, guys, and that is our hope. Which is our hope? What's our hope? Eternal life. You have anything to say? No, you're good. Okay, so yes, please, please, um, please come here. Yeah. So, so this is like uh, the part where I connected with the the part where we have to have endurance. So endurance, like Danny was saying, like it comes through like trials, it comes through different like situations in our life, and I believe it's in a in Hosea, um, where it says like I will take her to the desert, and there I will speak to her with words of love. So if we are not building this endurance so that we can then have hope god will take us through different situations situations, situations. in our life different trials so that we can learn to know so that we can learn that without him we can't do anything and that he will speak to us with words of love to try to make us realize that yeah we do need to just push through and we just need to fight the good battle so that we can continue to grow in that endurance and then have that hope and, and what, you, what you said also, Romans 8.25 says, But we are hoping for something we don't have yet. And we are waiting for it patiently. So hoping doesn't come fast. And it says also the Spirit helps us, but we are very weak. But the Spirit helps us with our weakness. We don't know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself speaks to God for us. Look how beautiful that is. He begs God for us, speaking to him with feelings too deep for words. So honestly, guys, God is perfect because he knew that in our waiting, in our hope, we could never we can never talk to God the way he likes to be talked to. Therefore, he left the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit goes and knows how Jesus likes to be talked to. And then Jesus hears, listens, and then Jesus turns around and talks to the Father. And that's how it goes. But you have a question? Yeah, I, I actually uh, have something to say because sorry, I'm sorry. still literally, I, I love this uh I want to say clause, but it's podcast, right? Uh, I love this podcast, and I'm literally still processing Romans 5, uh, 3. I really love that verse, like, really, really, really. So I hate to go back, but I just, I must. Like, literally, I've been thinking about this, and I'm like, wow, this is so awesome. Because um, the Bible is so clear where it says we rejoice in our sufferings. So the only way that that hope can be produced is when we rejoice in our sufferings. It's not just through suffering. And I was thinking, like, how do you hope for something? You don't just magically wake up and hope for something you don't know. You don't hope for something that you're not sure of. No, when you hope for something, or at least when I hope for something, I don't know about y'all, but when I hope for something, it's because I know how awesome it's going to be. I know that it's going to literally blow my mind and going to be out of this world. And so I'm like ready. Like the day before you go to Disneyland, oh, you're hopeful. You know, you're you're ready. You have your outfit ready. Uh, you wake up extra early so you can look extra cute in the pics. You know, like, I don't know, you, you prepare, you have this hope. So that's why we have to rejoice. When we understand that our sufferings are going to lead us to that hope, 
then we rejoice because we know that what's coming is hope. It's yeah. greater. Right. So I that's what I was thinking of right now. It's like the, the only way that we can even get to this hope is by falling in love, by being in this relationship um, that we were just talking about, right, in the last podcast. But uh, yeah, the only way to have this hope is to know what we're what we're expecting because you could say yeah we're hoping for the second coming what does that mean you know you know to be with our beloved to be so in love that we cannot wait to be with him because all we have right now is the faith we have assurance of what we hope for right but i can't wait for the day where i can i can touch i can see you know go ahead uh yeah so uh even paul says this you know that we like Rejoice because we know that the sufferings that we have here are, are not and can never be compared to the glory that we will be experiencing up in heaven. So that's our hope that that all this is for the greater good. Like also the Bible says that everything works out for the good for those who love him. So like that what I was saying, like if we love him and we have this constant relationship with him, if we are hopeful in the Lord, we will just know that immediately when something to us to our human mind terrible comes our way we will be so happy that it happens because it's like okay you're working in me god and i know that this is not forever this is not for death that this is for me to be ready for when you come and i can experience everything that you have ready there for me and we have to understand that 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 that, that hope also is intimately tied with love because in First Corinthians uh, thirteen seven it says love never gives up on people, and it never stops trusting, never loses hope, and it never quits. Does it mean, meaning so, I love what you guys said. I don't want to go back to the relationship uh, versus religion, right? But I was gonna say that that this hope that we have, guys, is just imagine like just like my sister said, imagine going somewhere nice and having that hopeful thing. And yet we lose that hope. We lose that excitement. We feel like, oh my God, God, yeah, I've been heard I've been hearing that God is gonna come like six years ago and he's not here yet. Like and we lose like our our because we're so small minded. Honestly, because we don't understand how God works. But if we sat down and we read God's word and we understood that he's just given us even more time to get ready, and that's what we hope for, right? We hope for to be ready to go with him and have this eternal life. Be uh, I, I want you guys understand that there's a lot of things to hope for right we hope for going to heaven we hope to being invited to the to the to god's um, um wedding what we hope for what this ministry what our doctrine wants to wants to hope for is to be the bride we're not we're like we're not okay with just going to church we're not okay with just going and being one of the you know people that attend the wedding but we want to be the bride we want to be the center of attention not because of our attention but because we want to be next to christ we want to be his perfect help and when i say his bride i know it's kind of hard uh, for men to understand how to love a man because it's tough. I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain to that. I'm a man, and it's really hard to understand it as a guy. To a girl, it's really easy because that is your nature. But to a man, it's like it's like oh, kiss, give God a kiss, and you're just like. Uh. But when you understand that it's not a bride like this world calls a bride, but it's a bride meaning it's an asset. It's a perfect help. God doesn't want somebody to, you know, lay in bed with them. God doesn't want somebody to cook him breakfast in the morning. Yeah, that's not what God wants. God wants somebody to help him. And those who have reached that stature will help Jesus Christ. You guys want to say Sam? Yeah, you know, we're talking about the, the world and God, you know, with hope. The world, um, you could say, like, I'm going to say this. Like, it's fear in us. You know, with that hope that you know Jesus is coming, but we see things that are 
going on, you know, we tend to get scared. You know, but God tells us to trust Him. You know, um, Psalms 31, 14, and 15 says, Lord, I trust you. You are my God. My life is in your hands. Save me from those who are persecuting me. We're supposed to not fear. That's what the Lord tries to instill. Fear, 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 fear. God says to trust Him. Why? Because He is greater than the world. The next one is fret not. The first one is fear not. The next one is fret not. Not to be anxious. Instead mm. of fretting, be patient and humble. Psalms 37, verse 7 and 8 says, Trust in the Lord and wait quietly for his help. Don't be angry when people make evil plans and succeed. Don't become so angry and upset that you too want to do evil. Do what? Just be patient. Yeah, I get it. There's so many things that are overwhelming us. Yeah, Jesus, you know, you said you're coming back. That's our hope, but it's like. You know, things are going on, you know, COVID, you know, churches are closing, you know, how are we going to serve you? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? God is telling us, be patient. Right. I have everything under control. And that's so beautiful, right? That's the hope that we want, right? And sometimes, just, just, just as a kid, right? Like, sometimes when you figure out that your parents have problems, like, not within themselves, but maybe like money problems so hard to hope for a better day right it's so hard to hope for something better and yet what does god tell us dude i got it all you gotta do is just worry about other things it's just like i i remember my dad telling me this um i remember that we had a huge debt one time and i was so worried i was sleeping uh, i was sleeping losing right i was losing sleep over it like dude i was literally so worried about it and my dad one time he laid down with me he's like dude just be a kid i worry about this and that's what God is telling us. He goes, dude, worry about the things I told you to worry. And I worry about the big stuff. I worry about everything else. You just worry about you. And honestly, guys, that's something we have to learn, right? To us, we'll be forever kids in God's eyes. We'll be forever his children. Even today, I bet you your dad has problems that you don't know about. And he, you, you might, if you figure out or something, you figure something out about it, he would look at you and say, hey, Sam, I got it. You worry about a 25 year old problems like he i know he would be like that you know like 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 that's what my dad tells me till this day he tells me dude you have enough problems you worry about those problems i worry about mine do you have something to say yeah I, I was just gonna say that um not to like hype up my dad or anything although yeah guys hype he's a hype dad um he has flaws but also i think he's awesome um he always he i feel like uh, to this day even when i feel like something's not gonna work out and i keep like poking him about it like yo like look at this like like get it together come on we have to do this he always just says like relax dude. like god will help us and i sometimes like i lack faith guys i'm not gonna lie i lack faith and i'm like no you know like it's not gonna work blah blah whatever you know me complaining and then god helps us <laughs> and it's such a testimony to his faith right because of his faith god helps him and it it brings to mind uh psalms 20 23 4 that says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. And that's beautiful, right? Because even though we go through these sufferings, we're able to rejoice because he is there with us. We know we're not alone. Uh, we look to the side and yeah, everything's dark or everything looks scary, but he's with us. And we understand that he who is with us is greater than he who is against us. And that there is no darkness that he can't outshine Uh yeah, he's the creator of it all. You know, sometimes I just I don't even know how to hype Jesus up anymore. He's just so awesome. You know, like 
how can you be afraid when he's on your side right and and that's so, and that's so that's so crazy even even for example even the hope of of i love talking about even the hope of israel like they were nobody to be fighting other people and yet when they went to war on other people what did what did god do he showed up in magnificent ways. Sometimes he even confused the other army and they started killing each other. And, and that was their hope. Their hope was like, we're not strong enough to beat these guys. Yet, God confused them and kill, oh, they all killed each other. Can you imagine seeing that? And that's what I'm saying. Like, like dude, this hope that I'm talking about, this hope that we, 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 we preach, this hope that I feel, and I honestly... I have, um, have you guys ever, I don't know if you guys watch anime, but there's this thing called the Naruto Saints, the Wheel of Fire. And literally, that's what I feel the hope is. Like, there's this fire that is in my heart that literally every time I wake up, I look, I look and I say, God, I live for your name. I live for what you want. I no longer want to do what I want, even though sometimes I, I do myself, guys. I, I do. Like, I do do things that I that please me. But I tell God, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do everything that pleases you. And if it's that, if that is, um, sometimes I got to do tough things. Like, for example, ask for forgiveness. That is tough for me. Like, I have to ask for forgiveness. Like, I do I force myself to do it? Or I just, or, you know what I mean? Don't, don't you feel better afterwards? Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. Like, but it's so hard to get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to get there, but at the same time, God shows me, look, you see? Yeah. It wasn't as bad. And I go back and I'm like, yeah, God, I'm just, I just don't understand how to hope in you. And we don't even know how to hope in you. For example, another hope we have is, for example, uh, this is, we all get fearful, right? Like, oh, Danny, what happens if we stay in the tribulation? What happens in the judgment day, right? Like, like we don't understand. Like, what is what is what is the answer? Is that I feel like people don't read their Bibles. Exactly. If you don't study God's promises, how are you gonna attack the enemy? You know, yeah. it's like having a gun with no bullets. Yeah. If the enemy throws a dart of fear, oh, I'm so scared. You know, read your Bible. What does the Bible say about fear? You know, a Bible verse that I repeat constantly is Isaiah forty-one ten. For I am the Lord your God. Takes hold of your right hand and says, "Do not fear; I will help you." You constantly repeat that; you will not be fearful. Mm. God has so many promises. You know, almost like almost like the the devil throws you like little darts, and God gives you like a shotgun shell, right? Like you know what I mean? Like he yeah. he gives you something that will overpower overpower the enemy's um the enemy's little darts, and yet they're all hitting in our Bible, and we're not willing to to read them. Yeah, you know, like, I get it. The world is, like, so dark. But there's a saying I heard that says, don't doubt what God told you in the Don't doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Mm. You oh, know, the verse, verse that goes along with that is Psalms 23, 4. Even if I walk through the valley as dark as the grave, I will not be afraid of any danger because you are with me. You know what? God is with you no matter what. You may feel like, oh, I'm alone. Oh, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. But that's your hope. That's our hope. God is literally saying, hey, I'm with you. No matter how dark it may seem, how crazy the storm is. I got you. I got you. That makes sense. Dottie, has something to say? Yeah, I was going to say that... Um yeah, right now what you were saying about like the fear for the tribulation, it brought up something funny, right? Because we're supposed to be the bride of Christ, right? Have you guys ever met a bride that is like, oh my God, no, 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 please lie to I can't, I, I can't, not, not that date. That date can't be my wedding date because right. I'm so scared to get married. No, right? No bride is like that. They're always like, whoo, 
seven more wait. hours, 62 more seconds, you know, you know, like, like, like that TikTok. That yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, a bride is excited. She's hopeful. So when we feel these things, like when we feel, yeah, guys, me too. I feel afraid of the tribulation sometimes. I'd be reading something or I'd be watching something and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right? But it's because our hope is not complete. Our hope is not, it's not done. It's not right. It's, it's, it's halfway, you know? Because if we had this real hope, the right hope, we would be excited for that. Not for the tribulation, but for his coming. And we would be so uh, full of faith and assurance that we are the bride and we will see our beloved, right? So I, I was just thinking about that, you know? Like if we have the right hope, there would be no fear, right? And if we have the right hope, it's because we have the right love and the right love will cast out all fear, right? Yeah, and actually, just about that, that verse that I was going to say, um, about about fearing this, and you were telling me, I love what you said, that we, we if we fear it because we don't read the Bible, right? Like, that's just, it's just so painful. Like, we're always worried about how do we go to heaven? And you know, the Bible says it. The Bible says in 1 John four seventeen, it says, if God's love is made perfect in us, we cannot be without fear on the day when God judges the world. So meaning if the God's love makes us perfect, like if God if, if we perfect God loves in us, there's no way. There's no way that you can possibly stay. And it says we will be without fear because of this world we are like Jesus. We're not supposed to be here. We're here only for a limited time. And that's what I'm trying to say. What's our hope? Our hope is to let God's love manifest in our life and make us perfect. But what do we do instead of doing that hope? We want to do what we want to do. And this is what I'm saying. I'm not making this up. This is the Bible says. The Bible says that if you if, if God's love is made perfect in us, we can be without fear on the day that God judges the world. You can stand up and look God in the face or maybe laying down or mean kneeling because for more respect. And you can say, God, I, your love has made me perfect. And here I am. You have something to say. Yeah, and that's why one of the characteristics of hope is security. So even though there can be all this fear surrounding us or all this fear from the world trying to get into our heart and in our mind, we have to know that there is security in hoping in the Lord. Um, Psalms 46 one says God is our shelter and strength always ready to help in times of trouble so a shelter what does it do it protects you so God is the one who protects us God is the one who strengthens us so even when we may have those times of fear like the example we've been talking about that like being scared of like the rapture and stuff um, we have to know that God is with us God is going to protect us and in every single aspect of our life god will strengthen us like literally i remember when i was <laughs> genesis knows when i was little i used to be so scared of the rapture i would <laughs> literally cry about it so hard but that's because i didn't read the bible as i should have you got me in trouble a few times <laughs> i'm sorry danny <laughs> yeah yeah they would tell me oh why are you teaching the, the, the kids about the rapture i'm like Bro, I just said God's coming soon. Like, that's it. <laughs> and then and Raquel, Raquel, Raquel was bawling, and I'm like, dude, I didn't say it. It's not like what I said was a lie, you know? Like, it's true. Yeah. And and that's what, dude, and you know, 90, 99% of the kids that listen to this podcast are probably dead, dead afraid of this hope. And I honestly, I was this person. I still am, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes I'm a little bit afraid, but sometimes, but I, I, I rejoice. And my sufferings because sufferings create endurance endurance creates patience and patience creates love uh hope sorry but what i was going to tell you is that 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 
when I was a little kid, I did not understand what I, why everybody was so excited about, was so awful about. But when I understand now, as a 29 year old, is that honestly, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Like I see this world going into such a dark path and I will say, I don't want to be there, but I have to, right? I live in this earth, so I, I have no other choice. But I say, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to start all over. I just want to, I want God to come and take me because I believe that he will take me. I hope and I hope to be perfect enough for him. And if he doesn't, I hope he, and if I'm not, I hope he's um, merciful with me. You know what I mean? But I, 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 this hope that I, that I've understood is much greater than just somebody uh, um, what's it called? Uh, hurting you, or or what I say, like like punishing you. This hope is God is given to us already. Like it's already yours. It's already mine. It's already all of us. And yet we pass up on it because we don't want we want it. God is not asking a crazy amount of, of faith or anything. He's just asking the right amount of love. Go ahead, please. And uh, you know, I heard what you were saying. You know about being perfect. Yeah. Honestly, we're never gonna be perfect. Of course. Either. Never. <laughs> as much as we try, we are humans. And like I said, we'll never be perfect. The only human that came here to earth is Jesus Christ. Amen. And he was perfect. He was. He did everything he had to do. But we'll never be perfect. Well, God is God is not looking for a perfect us. He wants our heart. That's what he wants. You know, you know, you know what the Bible says? He wants to see himself in us. So you're right. If somebody else became perfect, it would make Jesus's um, sacrifice look like everybody can do it. That's mm -hmm. so when people tell me, "Oh, I'm ready to go to heaven." I'm like, "No, stop saying that because it's not true." You know what I mean? Like, like people tell I remember people used to tell me, "Oh, I I can go to heaven tomorrow," and I'm like, "Well, be careful because <laughs> if you stay, it's gonna be very, 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 very weird." When I look at you and you look at me, I'm like. Yeah, you're like, so who follows who? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm not following <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you know what you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we have to be careful with the words. You're right. We're not looking you know, and sometimes we have this misconception of of oh, we have to be perfect. I have to be holy. No, man. What you have to be and we have to do is let God's love make you perfect let god's love be perfected inside of you and you have to read the bible in order to 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 understand that and read and see how he his love will uh, make us perfect within inside i remember and the 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 process starts from the inside out it's never from the outside in that's why i always tell people like i don't care how you dress bro just how's your heart and that's what you just said right that's what exactly what he wants yeah, because uh, like a, an example is coming to me is King David and King Saul. You know, they both were kings and they both sinned, right? Mm. But w what separated both? Their heart. heart. You know, David literally recognized his sin and he would break down and, you know, he would repent and be like, God, you know, I messed up. I did this. I did that. And God loved that. Mm. You know, and that's what God wants from us, you know? He wants <laughs> us to repent and, you know... He knows we're not perfect. Right. He understands. The enemy's the one that's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're never going to make it. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. You know, and it just it cracks me up because I was in that boat. Right. You know, oh, I have to be perfect. I can't sin. If I sin, I'm not worthy of this or that. And it's like, like I said, God is not looking for a perfect me. He's looking at my heart. Mm. And you know when you said uh, that there was like oh you can never get this it's like uh, have you seen that um, 
that uh, commercial from Allstate. Yeah, the guy. Like, You'll never get, you get it. Yeah, that, that, that's how I feel. And then you're so right, dude. You almost can like, you can go your whole life trying to reach perfection, and it's just never. You're never gonna catch it, dude. You'll never get that dollar like that. That guy. You'll never get it. You'll never get it. And yet, we're fishing for it every single day. And with God, I imagine God just looking at us and just like nodding and going, "Oh my God." When are they going to learn? And he just goes through, just give me your heart, and I'll slowly mold it. That's what the Bible says, that he is a, he's a potter because he's slowly molding our heart. And I'm saying, like, no heart. For example, I took a few years of, of pottery. Uh, um, not Harry Potter, but pottery, like, like actually, yeah. like, uh, clay, right? And um, it's crazy because uh, no, no piece of clay came perfect. You had to add water. You had to add pressure. You had sometimes, sometimes some clay was way too dry and you had to just throw it away. Imagine. But yet, God is not going to throw us away. God's going to add the amount of water. He's going to take care of us. He's not going to finish it in one day, but He's slowly going to give us every single day until He makes a perfect thing out of it. And that's what I want you guys to understand that this hope that we believe in, it's not for today or tomorrow, it's for the future. It doesn't matter if God takes 25 more years to come, our hope is forever. You see what I'm saying? So I need we need we need to understand that. Is anybody uh, there's a verse, Galatians six nine, it says, We must not get tired of doing good. We will receive our harvest of eternal life at the right time. We will we must not give up. Mm. Meaning what? Um Don't give up. Yeah, <laughs> literally not give up. Yeah, I know life is hard, the world is hard, you know, being a Christian, Jesus follower is hard. Because literally we're attacked from all different directions. Whenever we will look, oh, he's a Jesus follower attack him but you know jesus himself said you know the world's gonna hate you but remember right and that's exactly what what, what happens today right everybody calls us bigots and everybody calls us like oh you know we're not the right people to be talking but i talk everything that the bible says raquel has anything to say yeah and that's why our hope in, in god and what god has for us in our future is so beautiful because it's so much different than what the standards of the world try to um, make it seem that what hope really is, you know. And Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform yourselves to the standard of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and is pleasing to Him and perfect. Mm. So even though, like, yeah, sure, the world, like, offers great things, I guess, in quotations um it's nothing compared to god and and some people have such a wrong interpretation of that that they literally like they go to the extent of hoping for such so much materialistic things that they go to the point of like 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 manifesting it like that's just weird bro you're just weird at that point like it's just not it like you have to know that the hope you have is not in materialistic things it's not in like manifesting that you're gonna get this job like no like bro that's you're just insane and it's like you just have to look at what god has for you sure it's not always going to be tangible all the blessings that you're going to receive from him but the hope that you have that he's always there that we will be with him so soon rejoicing and praising him is just so much better than some job some career and yeah you know i was gonna tell you guys that just to end this off, I was going to tell you guys that there's this story in the Bible that says that Jesus was walking and this man, young man goes up to him and says that kneels and says, hey, uh, master, um, I have a question. Um, how can I get closer to you? And Jesus goes, oh, well, you must follow the Ten Commandments, this, this and that. And he goes, oh, I've been doing this since I was a 10 year old. 
since I was a, I'm sorry, a 10 years old ad, right? I've been this since, since I was a kid. And he goes, oh, so in that case, sell all your stuff, give it to the poor, and follow me. And the Bible says that he became very, very sad and walked away. And I can see that with exactly what you said, that sometimes our hope is in our mat materialistic things and not in Christ. And that's how God goes, there you go. Ah, gotcha. Because your hope is not in me. It's in how good of a, how good of a job you have, how much money you're making, and you're not seeing that. You have health. You have you're healthy. You have a family that loves you. For example, I've always I've always looked I've always overlooked, and it's my fault. I've always said, God, why don't we have, um, why don't we have healings here? Like, why don't we have any any like uh, how do I say that like miracles? And you know, God, I'm exaggerating, but God slapped me and said, Wait, look again. And I said, Where? He said, Look, there's marriages that have been that were broken, and now they're whole. There's prodigals that have came back. And I look at him and I was like, those, he told me those are miracles as well. And I'm like, makes sense. My hope is in what I think it should be, not in what you truly want to do in this in this house. And guys, with that said, I want to tell you guys, uh, thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for the last 33 minutes of your time. And guys, follow us on Instagram. It's at RedeemLA. And uh, I hope this was a blessing, guys. Um, see you guys next week. Take care.